2: This is The Rich Eisen Show with guest host, Ben Lyons. What do you hear? What do you say? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
3: What do you think of when you see that toll booth scene again? If there were no girls on this set, I wouldn't have done it. What do you mean? I got an image here. James (laughs) Caan, you are the best for doing this. Earlier
2: on the show, singer and 49ers fan Asher Roth. Host of the cinephile podcast, Adnan Virk. Still to come, host and reporter, Daniel Robay. And now... Here's Ben Lyons.
0: Welcome back. Hour number three. The show flies by. Ben Lyons in for Rich Eisen all week long. Appreciate you rocking out with us, making us part of your day, your routine, going to work, going to the gym, whatever it is you're doing. Going to the golf course, I hope. Thank you for listening, for watching, rating, reviewing, subscribing, tweeting, hashtagging, doing all the content. Uh, Danielle Robay, speaking of content, creates a lot of content herself. Podcast, TV show on E. Now she's out at uh, WNBA All Star Weekend, covering all the festivities in Chicago, which looked like a lot of fun. I went to the game the other night in Brooklyn, um, overtime game. They lost to the Sun, but um, Sabrina put on a show. It was my first time seeing her in person. Mm-hmm. Bigger than than I would have thought, and can handle the ball and 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 post up and work out of the block. So. Uh, Brooklyn struggling a little bit, a little bit of a fashion show on the sidelines every night. People more excited <laughs> to be in street clothes than they are wearing uniforms. But you know, we gotta we gotta get it going for the well, second second half of the season.
4: Speaking of basketball, uh, Chris and I saw this. You uh, were you in Greece and you happened to hit a, a, a Greek <laughs> oh, basketball
0: game and took part of something, right? I was in. Um, <laughs> I went to a friend's wedding. Shout out to uh, my buddy Danny A and his beautiful bride. My uh, they real, got that, yeah. I was in real, Tel Aviv. Yeah. Uh, my and Danny got married and I went over there for a few days and uh, a mutual friend, I think Kenny Hamilton was like, yeah. Hey, I got tickets tomorrow night, Tel Aviv versus Jerusalem. It's a playoff game. You want to oh, go Kenny to this? Yeah. Okay. I was like, uh, uh, let me call Delta. We're going to move this flight around. <laughs> got some e-credits and, uh, yeah, I stayed. I went to my first international sporting event. I went to a basketball game. Uh, no, I've been to some soccer games. I'll say that again, mm-hmm. but, um uh, my first international basketball game, which started, and then was delayed for 20 minutes because those <laughs> Jerusalem fans, oh, uh, they're a crazy lot. They out some smoke bombs on fire in their sections and smoked out the arena, and you couldn't breathe in there. So Jalen Adams, the former guard of Connecticut, had to take a 20-minute breather, and uh, it was incredible. And somehow, as, as such as my life, real fan with real access, uh, ended up shooting a half-court shot, uh, which was kind of a thrill uh, to be over there on the court in uh, Israel, uh, in the holy land playing basketball, trying to win a sponsored television that I couldn't get in my check bag on the way home. It was great. So <laughs> also uh, Ben,
4: like you know, ben and Chris, <laughs> we talk about like foreign players and there's a lot of times people for whatever really reason, maybe it started years ago, they associate these foreign guys with being soft. And it's like you go and you look at how Joker and and and, and Luca and guys like that come. There are people with AKs in the stands, and there were fans setting off fires. and fires. Like, yeah. You were not you, hey, Utah Jazz fans. No matter what you're chanting, you're not going to rattle a guy who's been playing with a dude with an AK standing behind well, the Well, this Bastion. is what so. I was thinking because Kyrie
0: Irving in Boston this year had a meltdown because some fans said, Boo, you stink, and he lost it. Or people calling him Russell West Brick, and he's this attack on my family and my legacy. Go to Tel Aviv and see a <laughs> Jerusalem-Tel Aviv playoff game, and watch the fans give you the finger, curse out your family, slit their throats at you. I saw that, and it's all good. Nobody stops. It's all good. It's all good.
1: Nobody cares. Nobody cares.
0: <laughs> I left five minutes early because I thought it'd be a riot. I was like, I'm not staying around. These guys have been fighting the whole. It was it was so high octane. If you have the means to do that, invest in it, save up for it, go see a basketball game in Europe. It is a life changing experience. Uh, speaking of basketball, I want to talk with TJ about the greatest players in the history of each NBA franchise yeah. and ranking them all time. This Is is this part of the TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag franchise? This is, is this part of the universe of TJ's Big <laughs> Ass Grab Bag?
4: No, this is, this is something completely separate. This is something that I, I was bored like a year and a half ago, and I was just like, start writing these things down to kind of pitch them to Rich and Chris, see what they think. And then I brought this up to Rich, and I was like, we could all do this. And Rich was like, no. You do it, and we'll just comment on it. So, we did the football. It turned out, I think, fairly well. It was pretty well received, especially on social media. And I saw a lot of comments of people going, "Hey, you should do this for the NBA as well." And I figured, you know, with you here and you love basketball the way we do, that it would be a perfect time to uh, give our NBA goats. All
0: right, let's do it. So, how are we bringing this down? We're going to do. I'm here all five days, so we're not yeah. going to do all the teams today. You can't get all the teams today.
4: I will say this: we will Friday. We'll. Do the Atlantic, the NBA Atlantic division since that's all of our favorite teams. So we'll we'll end the week with that. But, uh,
0: yeah. nice. I, wanna, wanna I didn't up? even know the NBA still did divisions until this exercise, but apparently they do. So, <laughs> they the, do. Uh, yeah. the Central Division is first up on the slate today. Yeah, man. So I don't know if
4: uh, Jason, I don't know what he's doing over there if we've got music or anything, but I'll just keep talking until, you know, it's just because you, yeah, like, you know, sometimes they aren't paying attention. You know, they got, got both other both things both. going on because, you know,
1: Jay, you were happy. A good
4: day. I don't know yeah, you whatever. know, Maseratis don't pay for themselves. <laughs> no, he's so, setting
1: his
0: yeah. lines for Fast
4: 11. <laughs> <laughs> More Nos. <laughs> There we go. So anyway, yeah. So we want to continue this whole franchise goat greatest of all time, and we're going to move it over to the NBA. So what I want to do now is we're going to kick it off, like you said, Ben, with the NBA Central Division. That is the Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, Detroit Pistons, Indiana Pacers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. And I figured, Chris, I might as well just make this very easy. We'll get the Bulls.
1: Get the Bulls out we'll of the get way. The
4: Bulls, <laughs> We'll get this out of the way and, and, and just let people know that Artis Gilmore is... I'm probably the Bulls Mount Rushmore, but he's not the one I'm going with. Number one, obviously, is Michael Jordan on the Chicago Bulls. all due respect to Dickie
0: Simpkins. (laughs) With all due respect to Dickie Simpkins. All respect to fill-in host, friend of the show, John Spider-Sally, stole the Championship ring over there.
4: And you got Scottie Pippen, like I said, Artis Gilmore, Reggie Theus. They had some great players, but come on, it's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. We don't even need to discuss that. Uh, Next up is the Cleveland Cavaliers. And again, this one was pretty easy as well with all... Due respect to Mark Price and Brad Doherty, Jim Jones, guys like that. But it's LeBron James, obviously, clearly. Oh, the guy cab. played
0: there eleven
4: years and won one title. I know. But how many <laughs> does this franchise have without him combined? That's,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I know they call it the Q. They really should call it the Z for Big, Zilly Big Z. Z. Shout out to Big Z. But uh, yeah, shout out to all the ex Knicks who win championships in Cleveland. J.R. Smith, Eman <laughs> Shumper, Timothy <laughs> Mozgov, Channing Fry. Like it's just all ex Knicks. It's
1: where the Knicks go to get to get Please, right I guess. Inter- interject for a moment, okay? Yeah. I- I'm like 78% serious when I say this. If the Cavs don't win that title in 2016, mm-hmm. obviously so much is different, but I'm talking specifically just about the Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: Is their greatest player Mark Price? No, it's still LeBron James, bro. Come on, <laughs> stop. I mean, he went to five finals. For that. <laughs> So that'll do it. Yo, Uh, shout out to Craig Mark Price had a tough time getting out of that first round. It would have been 0 5. But he was really, he he loved the chair drill, I heard.
4: (laughs) You know, the chair drill, Brockman. Shout out to sweet Bobby Sura as well. Bobby Sura.
0: Went on
1: to marry Emily (laughs) Rodakowski. Wait a minute, what? No, No, he didn't. (laughs) Not true. Inside joke from me and Ben from our phone call last night.
0: Bobby Sura. What up, Sibo?
1: What up, Sibo? All right. Are we good?
0: Continue. (laughs) All right.
4: So (laughs) next up, we got the Detroit Pistons, okay? The the bad boy era, two-time NBA champions. Again, this one, a lot of great players in that franchise, but it's Isaiah Thomas.
0: He is so underrated. He is so hated on, and he is so underappreciated. This man beat the Celtics, Lakers, and Bulls. He played in the NBA Finals on one foot and scored like a gazillion points. 25
4: points in the third quarter. One of the greatest performances in the history of playoff basketball.
0: They need a deep dive. I want like a four-hour Isaiah Thomas documentary about his life growing up in Chicago. Entrepreneurship. Everything that happened. The Good, Bad, the Ugly with the Knicks. His career with the
1: Pistons. That'd be an amazing documentary. But why has he slept on? Because he was a terrible GM with the he's Knicks? he
0: left off the dream team. He was a terrible GM. And nobody laughs at their own jokes harder. The guy loves laughing at his own jokes. (laughs) Like NBA TV loves it. Right. No, but I think with uh, Isaiah Thomas, it's because of uh, the fact that Michael Jordan, you know, like pushed him off the dream team and he wasn't immortalized. On that group That group was so elevated And so um, ingrained into our psyche greatness. And he was not a part of that So he will never be looked at as being on that level Which is so messed up
4: It's really a shame because Isaiah Thomas Just for you young kids who don't know And I don't really curse in this mic But I gotta say this Isaiah Thomas would bust your ass Like straight up I mean the dude was a killer on the basketball court uh, he went and he stared Michael Jeffrey Jordan in the face. He stared Larry Bird in the face. He stared Magic Johnson in the face while kissing him on the cheek. Doesn't matter though. Isaiah, and he doesn't get the props that he nah. deserves, Ben. You're right. But Isaiah Thomas was a beast on the basketball court. And he I'm was telling you, he's 32
0: years old when he retired because yeah, of the ankle. 32. That's crazy.
4: one of the top five greatest point guards of all time. And I'll argue that with you all day if you want. Why like, um,
1: Drexler probably shouldn't have been on the dream team, right?
4: No. What? Are you serious? No, instead, of, no. It should have been Isaiah instead of Clyde. Clyde was a small forward anyway, but no, Clyde at that point, Clyde, well, Drexler, hard.
0: Clyde Drexler. At that point, Isaiah Thomas was more accomplished than John Stockton. John yeah, Stockton had never two, been to the I NBA finals, finals. three, but yeah. ninety-two Stockton compared to ninety-two Isaiah. All right, well, let's come back to this more we'll, right, we'll, because yeah, I want to talk just...
4: about this. Yeah, uh,
0: Indiana going. Pacers.
4: I got them up next, and it's you know really quick. Rick Smith's was great, you know, but it's Reggie Miller. I mean, come on. Reggie, you know, had the the joke about Reggie was he was the only NBA player that wasn't as good as his sister, uh, which, by the way, probably Cheryl true. Miller uh, on true. my Mount Rushmore basketball women might have yeah. the, the, the top spot on there. For sure. But Reggie, you know, one of the greatest shoes of all time. And yet, if you were going to teach someone to shoot, you probably wouldn't show Reggie videos because he had that awkward <laughs> release where his hands, like, kind of cross clap but together Reggie in perpetual motion every game the guy just ran off of screen after screen after better screen. defender
0: than people give him credit better for defender yeah and, you and know, it's cool he played his whole career there and it is kind of no, cool you know back in
4: 08 cool, though there was a thing where he was could have come out of retirement to join the Celtics, Celtics. to join that team and he didn't want to do it and I kind of wish he would have because I get that you wanted to stay with the Pacers but getting that ring man that kind of kind of says something. And lastly, this was the toughest one, guys. The Milwaukee Bucks. I went back and forth over this for about an hour yesterday. And, you know, we have Giannis and we have Kareem. And you got Oscar. And you got Oscar. But Oscar wasn't there long enough. Then you got
0: Brandon Jennings who had a 50-piece game. Look, Ben, you you
4: know, come on. Let's be real here, all right? (laughs) But I went back and forth between Giannis and Kareem. Giannis and Kareem. And I'll just say this. if Giannis will 10 years from now, when this list is done, he will be the greatest Milwaukee Buck of all time. But as of today, I got to say, looking at what the man did, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, greatest Milwaukee Buck of all time. You're talking three-time league MVP, championship rookie of the year. Uh, You know, people always thought Kareem didn't defend, but in his first five years, I think he was first or second team all-defensive team every year, so...
0: And as the years go on,
4: it will be Giannis. Yes. But for
0: now, it's Kareem. And to, to Giannis' greatness and Kareem available, I'm looking up Kareem's stats in Milwaukee. Played 82 games, 82 games, yeah. 81, Every 76, year. 81. Like, dude was there. He averaged, I think, 30 and 15
4: throughout his six years there. So it's, I mean, now, Kareem is just.
0: Yeah, yeah, but so, now Giannis is still writing his legacy, right? And I think yeah. with with uh And like I said, ten, 10 moves, years from now, it'll someone will do this list and it'll some be some of honest. the moves they made in the addition of Chris Middleton coming back healthy. I think the Bucks are, are the favorite to be back yeah. in the Eastern. So yeah, conference Central finals. We have Michael Jordan, right, LeBron easy, James. See, that, was easy, I, that was an easy division. Yeah.
4: Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas, Reggie Miller, and the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar.
0: I feel like as we continue on with this list, and we're gonna do it every day on the show this week. I feel like some of the teams are going to have some some names up for debate as the greatest player of all time. Absolutely. It's not going to be chalk like that. Uh, yeah, this, like I, I, mean, I
4: said, I might as well get the easiest one out of Knicks the way for sure. Yeah, the Knicks
0: for sure. You think?
4: I mean, there are. Yeah. I mean, there's an
0: obvious Nick answer, and then there's depends how it depends how you define an greatness. Nick's well, I think an obvious right off the bat. There's a well, guy who well, who is the, the best player for two weeks in the history of the Knicks.
4: Well,
1: Jeremy that's Lin. what I'm saying, there Jeremy Lin. Lin. That's <laughs> obvious that you
4: you want me to say Jeremy Lin, but I'm saying
1: yeah, it on so That's on Friday. That's on Friday. Friday we're gonna <laughs> we're hit the Sixers. I'll hit the, the
4: Sixers. Spare. I'll hit the Celtics. I'll hit the Knicks. Remember, I
0: was talking about how much I love this community and respect all the people who listen to this show because they respect me. So I. I will save you from four days of you know talking about how no team in well, the NBA okay improves their backcourt and front court like the Knicks did this year. We'll save all of that till Friday. Um, very exciting. They re-signed a draft pick. It doesn't happen. They do that twice. Well, again, we'll save it for Friday. We'll save <laughs> it. That's a strong list there, TJ. Strong list. You know, we got to yeah. do later in the week too. We got to do the W list. We got Danielle Robey coming in. We got twelve teams in the W. Greatest player in the history of those franchises. Lisa Leslie, out I mean, here with the I, Sparks. I,
4: as you guys know, I have many top five lists down. I do have my top five favorite female basketball Otherwise, players. Of all Lisa time, Leslie
1: so. turned fifty last year. Like, birthday. birthday. I was like, wow, Lisa, 50? Like, incredible.
0: What? You know, I watched that documentary about the '96 women's basketball team that won gold in Atlanta. That was really how good, incredible. Man. They were yeah, and to was- see some of that footage of Lisa interacting with. Just, I mean, the the who's who of the day. This is awesome. Seeing
4: the young Philly girl Dawn
0: Staley out there, like that, just cracked me up. And because it was
4: the thing about Dawn Staley was they were like, she's too small, and I'm like, Dawn Staley's five six. Like for a woman, that's pretty tall, but. As a female basketball player at that time. She That's was, what I
1: was saying. When
0: I saw Sabrina play live, I was like, wow, yeah. she's a lot bigger than you might expect on television. So I'm excited to talk some W with Danielle Robay. She was just out in Chicago at all the festivities. Kelsey Plum won MVP. Camping. And uh, we'll catch up with Danielle Sylvia coming Foles up next. throwing it down in her 15th season. I love it. Season. Yeah, very cool.
3: Ben Lyons uh, here filling in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Ben Lyons hanging out for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be back all week long, and uh, I'm very excited about coming back and that invitation still being in good standing because when I told Brockman that I hadn't seen an episode of Better Call Saul, I thought he was going to rescind that invitation.
1: Dude, it I might just be say, me. You know what? TJ literally,
0: literally might Lee just be hosting the show yeah, this week. Right. John Sally later on. Yeah, just you and me tomorrow. I guess so. Oh, ben, I, don't I haven't know. i, mean, I haven't you. One you thing. Breaking Bad. Yeah, I haven't seen Breaking Bad either. I hear it's good. Um, I uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone has yes, one TV show. that like, Oh my god, you yeah. haven't seen that?
1: Never seen The Wire. Yeah, I don't want to do this show anymore. And by the way, and The Office. Over Oh, two.
0: it's waiting for more people to talk about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. See, but there's, there's a, I don't get jealousy too often, but when I look now at your future, I'm like, wow, <laughs> you got five seasons of the wire in front of you and it's all new. And I don't have that. Right. Damn. That's yeah, really you, cool. And by, and by the way, we bed. fill that up with you with Breaking
1: Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I think my list, sadly, will be a lot longer than people <laughs> people expect. Um, somebody who, who did get to watch the WNBA All-Star Game in person this weekend. I was stuck watching it on TV yesterday, but my friend Danielle Robey, who's out in Chicago, um, is now kind enough to join the show here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Uh, how is Chicago? Are you still out there?
2: Ben, what's up? It's so good to hear your voice. Uh, I'm still here. You know I was born and raised here, so I took a day or two after the All-Star Game to hang out.
0: All right, set the scene. Describe the vibe The Chicago Sky are defending WNBA champions. So the party Mm -hmm. and all the festivities was at their house. What was it like this weekend?
2: So there was a lot of celebration going on because, obviously, it's WNBA All-Star. But also, there were a few uh, people that were retiring. You know, Sue Bird, one of the greats. Sylvia Fowles. Uh, So there was just, like, a lot of love in the air celebrating those women as well. Uh, So I touched down in Chicago and before anything got started everybody wanted to party including some <laughs> of the WNBA players let me tell you so uh there was actually like a big dinner at Tao uh we hung out uh and then uh Candace Parker had an after party which was really fun she rented out a rooftop and uh it's kind of like another celebration saturday night uh during the day AT&T who sponsored the event like threw up a ton of uh, her game things, so like clinics for young girls and uh, the WNBA players were out teaching them, training them, which was really dope to see, and then, of course, the game.
0: Yeah, and the game was, it was incredible. Kelsey Plum wins the MVP, like you said, honoring a lot of the legends who are retiring in the W. What was that moment like when they introduced Sue Bird for her final All-Star game? You were there.
2: It was sort of bittersweet because... You know, like she's one of the biggest names in the WNBA. I think when we think about stars, we think about Sue Bird, Candace Parker, Diana Taurasi. And so it's like one of the big names, people that bring eyeballs, which the WNBA needs, is retiring. And so I think as much as people were celebrating her, they were also kind of sad. And and she's a leader, too. You know, she's like super philanthropic, uh, uses her voice. So I think people were sad to see her go.
0: Daniel Robay joins the show out at Chicago for WNBA All-Star Festivities. TJ, one day when we grow up, if we could just go to a Candice Parker after-party on a rooftop, like that sounds killer. <laughs> That's what's up. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you know, what I love about you as a sports fan, D, is that you are always looking for great stories. And it's less yeah. the X's and O's and who won the game, but more finding great stories. What are some of the, the stories you kind of found in the WNBA from being around the the game and the, and the culture this weekend? Oh, that-
2: a good question. You know, people were really talking about how the WNBA doesn't get enough coverage. So women's sports in general receives only 4% of media coverage, sports coverage, and 4% is really kind of a low, a wild number. Um, I think that everybody was trying to figure out, like, how do we brand these women as stars, almost as celebrities outside of the WNBA, uh, to get more eyeballs on the game. Uh, Can I be super honest?
0: No, please lie to our audience. (laughs) What?
2: Tell the truth. I don't want to lie. So I felt a little bit bummed out watching the game. And I'm dying to know what you think, because you're, you're one of the biggest basketball fans I know. And it's not just the excitement of the game. Like, you truly love the game. You do love the X's and O's. And so I felt a little bummed by the basketball I was watching. I felt like I didn't see enough sweat. Uh, the most exciting moment was obviously uh, Sylvia Fowles' dunk, you know, on the breakaway. That, with like, the whole building went nuts. I wanted to see more of that, and the no, women but, can do it.
0: But D, it's because it was the WNBA All Star Weekend, and everybody was out at Candace Parker's rooftop party to see the sun come up. Like that is the true All Star Game experience. I mean, the NBA All Star Game is the sloppiest display of basketball, even worse than that Hamptons camp I coached last week.
2: Yeah. That's- <laughs> this is a really good point, but I felt like there was there's more competition. Like I wanted to see um, more three point shots, more dunks. Just like you want
0: some juice, you want some action. These yeah, like I took the I West uh, minus twenty points. You want some action on it, yeah? Uh, you,
2: know, after, you know, this is such an opportunity for them, for the whole league to to get more eyeballs. I just, I don't know. I, I'm not sure it. it succeeded in what they were trying to accomplish.
0: Daniel Robay joining the show, uh, covering all the festivities out in Chicago for the WNBA All-Star Weekend, looking for serious hoops come All-Star Sunday. I love it. And the same thing in the NBA. Like, honestly, Anthony Davis playing volleyball out there for two <laughs> hours. They call it a All-Star game. Um, you uh, you get to you. work with at and and you cover a lot of these cultural events and these kind of gatherings and stuff. You and I reconnected at uh, Summer League a few years back. Um, what's yeah. Walk me through what exactly, and I, I, I mean this in all sincerity, like, what do you do for them? You just get to go ben, and
3: hang.
2: Ben, my dad actually asked me the same question this morning at breakfast, so uh, I'm <laughs> prepped for this answer. Uh, so I go out, and uh, they actually have a lot of dope social content. So it's AT&T, DirecTV, um, and they sponsor all of these awesome sports and entertainment moments. Like I went out for Tribeca, film festival um so we go and they get access to um huge stars like we interviewed lotto chance the rapper uh had the WNBA players on the carpet before the concert started um and then i cover it on social for them so it is really fun i get to go to these events and enjoy but i'm sort of the eyes for everybody that's not at the event and try and cover that story
0: it's a great gig, and uh, I hope you get your agents like a, a wonderful gift basket every uh every <laughs> holiday season because you got to keep that going getting to go to the coolest events and hang out and get all access it's amazing you said the vibe at, at the w was all about how to get cover you know more coverage for the game and for these women who are out here as You know, incredible athletes um, um, playing at the highest level. Obviously, everybody um, is is keeping Brittany Griner top of mind. And you can feel, you know, her presence um, out at All-Star Weekend this year. Um, Talk to me a little bit about some of the conversations you had with uh, people out there about what she's going through right now.
2: You know, it's interesting. A lot of those conversations were behind the scenes. I think that... um, in terms of the actual weekend, people wanted to keep it really celebratory behind the scenes. All the women were talking about her. They're really worried, really concerned. Um, I know that after the game, they had a moment for her that I think meant a lot to the women and to everybody watching because you, you can't ignore what's going on uh, I do have hope that she's coming home. I think as soon as she pleaded guilty, that was a, a positive sign. What did you think?
0: I agree uh, with you on that, that. I think her her po- you know her um, pleading guilty, I think will move this case forward and I think because I mean I want to get into too many of the details, but because of, of what she is being charged with, uh, I think it'll come out that the the, the the severity of her punishment will not be as serious with, with, as she had if she had contested the charges.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was cool to see the players wear um, the Brittany Griner jersey during the second half. You know, that was a, that was a big
0: moment. It's a moment. It's a big and moment. A moment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, hope it, and I hope it does them good and, and we get her home safely and very soon. Um, yeah. D. in addition to covering all the all-star festivities for AT&T, for hosting now over at the, uh, at the Val, over on E! News and E! and IMDB, yeah. you also have – it's not a board game. It's a card game? Or how do you describe Question Everything?
2: Ben, I got to get you one. You don't have one in your hands.
0: I don't have one right here. I have a magic eight ball that doesn't work in my hands, and I feel like your question <laughs> everything would be far, far better than this.
2: Yeah, you know, this card game doesn't tell the future, but it does help you get to know your closest people. So, uh, you know, I'm like you, we ask questions for a living, and so uh, I thought let's put this in a game so everybody can play and ask questions, get to know themselves better, get to know their closest people better, Um you know, Larry King was a huge mentor of mine, and he was one of the most innately curious people I had ever met. I would sit down for breakfast, and he'd be like, why'd you order blueberries? Does your dad like blueberries? Who in your family like? Like, he just, the little minutia, and learning from him uh, really made me realize the importance of questions, even detailed ones, and so uh, this game is 52 questions for deeper conversation. Some are light and fun. Some are deeper and more reflective, but... You know, I played with my mom and dad this weekend. I played with some of the influencers at the party. I gave them out, and uh, we were all laughing and crying. It was really fun.
0: Daniel Robay joins the show. I just love the idea of you sitting with the late Larry King and Nate Nows, and he's talking produce with you. I love that you know it's Nate Niles.
2: You know all the Beverly Hills
0: values. <laughs> Where else is Larry King having breakfast with you in Beverly Hills? Are you kidding it's me? Um,
2: it's very true.
0: Getting back to the uh, WNBA uh, quickly before we wrap up, you know, when, you, when we talk about this Brittany Griner thing, that's the thing that, that sticks with me with the story is why is she over there in the first place? Oh, she's over there because she has to make money because she can't make enough here. Well, why can't mm. she make enough here? Well, it's because basketball fans, we don't watch and pay attention enough. Well, so that's really inspired me in a lot of ways. To, to lean in more and to just pay attention to the W more in the last five years and it's been amazing and and I, I went the other night in Brooklyn had a blast despite the Liberty losing I think going to the games will introduce people who who might be skeptical or haven't had the chance to experience it for you what is it that draws you into the world of the W and, and women's basketball?
2: I love that you said that you, are, you have been such an advocate for the WNBA um, and I think I got into it more out of advocacy than even love of basketball at first, because I'm a woman who wants to support women. And I thought they're getting 4% of media coverage. That's not fair. They're not getting paid. Most of these women, not just some, most have second, sometimes even third jobs, because they don't make enough money to support themselves or their families. And they don't have enough time to be doing that. They should be able to be training. So it started out of advocacy, and then as soon as I started watching, I was like, "If you love basketball, you love the WNBA. It's it's all the same." You know, I interviewed Renee Montgomery a few months ago, and she said the same thing: the skill set is there. These women are so talented; they just need a little shine. And I think, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant was such an amazing advocate for the league, and when he passed, um, along with, of course. Just the sadness of his passing, I I was really bummed because I felt like some of that spotlight might go with it. Um, But I think, you know, men like you, I think there's a few NBA players. Javante Green from the Bulls made it a point to come out. He actually emailed the league and said, I want to come not just to the game, I want to come to all the events this weekend. Chance the Rapper did the exact same thing. He's a huge supporter of the WNBA. I think the more uh, men that we can get out to support – the more shine the WNBA will get.
0: I'm here for it. Real hooping. I love it. I'm excited to go see the Sparks when they come back to New York uh, in two weeks. And I hope we get to cross paths in real life. Thank you so much for taking some time away from the fam out in Chicago to hang out with us.
2: Thanks for having me on, Ben. They're so lucky to have you. There's no one better than you.
0: Keep talking, keep talking, D. Thank you so much, appreciate it. It's so great I'm having not- my friends come on the show and like Adnan's telling Rich how I'm the best, and Danielle's telling you guys that you guys should give me more money and pay my. Uh, That's nice. Um, she's right though we, we got you know and, and I think we've done a fun job last last year and then this year as well talking more W on the show when I'm in here and mm-hmm. I think uh, if you have a chance to go to a game in your city it's a different energy around basketball and it's a lot of fun I think I'm gonna go Thursday night here I'm trying to get Elena Deladon on the couch this week she's in town the Mystics playing uh, I'd like to, uh, to go to the incredible. Sparks in town if we can get EDD that here be that'd be nice it would be really nice just dropped her own signature shoe with Nike by the way very so cool that. yeah very so cool that. Um, you know, I, I I had fun. I was watching the
4: game, and she's right. The first yeah. half of the game, I, I think I'm, the one team had 39 at halftime. I forget which team it was now. Yeah. I'm just drawing a blank. It's not
0: East and West. They do it like the yeah, NBA the, where it's like captains. Yeah,
4: But, um, you know, the one thing was that they were showing love for Brittany Griner, which I thought was incredibly great. And then the second half, they both teams all came out with Griner 42 jerseys on. And I, I just... I was just a little bit torn there because I love the fact that they're drawing attention to, to BG, but also I'm like, all right, you're still trying to grow this game, and these women, unfortunately, still aren't well enough know, known that they don't have their own names on their jerseys because there were some I didn't even, you know, I knew most of them, but I'm sure. just saying. So that was just a little bit like, it's dope they're doing this, but like...
0: No, trust me, I'd love to see the game in prime time. Because
4: they're, they're putting their yeah. own personal brand aside to go, this is... For her, and we're doing this for her. So I, I take back what I say. That was
0: no, but was, I hear you. But I, I get it. It's a, it's um you know it's a constant issue around the game of how do you get more exposure, yeah. how do you get more eyeballs? And I think just go out there and be dope. And that's what they're doing. They're just going out there and bawling and standing for the right side of things. And, and when you look at history, I mean they're the first ones who are talking about voting yeah. and social rights and human rights and all these things. So I, uh, I I I love women's basketball, the culture around it, and the fact that I couldn't be there and uh, this weekend in Chicago. I, I was really bummed because that was circled on the calendar for a while, but Danielle gets to go and we get to live vicariously through her and hear all the fun stuff. Candace Parker after parties on the rooftops. <laughs> sounds killer,
1: bro. Brockman, do you have a Candace Parker story? I've been right? a part a Halloween party at Candace Parker's house. Before. What? Yes.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? What did you dress as? What did she dress as? I have
1: so many questions. As
0: soon as her name got brought up, I looked at Chris and I was like, oh yeah, he's got a story.
1: I'm trying to think when this was. This How did been, this happen? This might've been 2015. So I am good friends with Candice's good friend from college. And so uh, I just... Oh, Jess. You're friends with Justine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Friend, I'm friends with Justine. And so it was just kind of like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? We're having this thing at Candice's if you want to roll through. Sure. I bring a buddy of mine and we just kind of like roll over there and it's basically on their... Because ba- Candice used to be married to Sheldon Williams. I've driven in his BMW before. <laughs> and it was just like, it was on their basketball court and um jaleel white was dressed as kanye there was like a karaoke contest it was wait, that would if kanye was knew. crazy if was kanye crazy.
0: knew that jaleel white as him for all i think that would mean a lot to kanye
1: it was the kanye too where like the shredded sweatshirt phase that mm-hmm. he was going through yeah sure. it was uh it was a really crazy weird night i love it i love it that's a hooper by the way jaleel he is, He's like yeah. one of the best
0: basketball players in Hollywood the last yeah. ten years or so. Twenty. Yeah, years. Yeah, he always
4: used to do like the rock and jocks and stuff like well, that.
0: He was well. in the
1: NBA E League, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Looking at, hold on, you're in the presence of an E League All Star. You guys didn't respect me on the Rams oh my Super God, Bowl. E League All Star. E League All Star. Put it on Jake.
1: What Cole. are the qualifications yes. to be an All Star? You, you have to
0: you uh, have to outplay a <laughs> Superman. It could be anyone. It could be Dean Cain. <laughs> It could be that one from the movie, that Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh, one and, and done. Any Superman, you just got to outplay a Superman. I feel really
1: bad for Brandon Routh.
0: <laughs> Brandon Routh just didn't work out. Yeah, just that guy should have been Superman. There was a night, there was a night there at the E League when he was playing against Dean Cain, and there was an energy in the gym.
1: <laughs> it was like the Spider-Man meme, kind of. <laughs> So
0: good. That's really good. Well played. That got me. You, you? (laughs) That (laughs) league that league was so dumb because you'd be literally on the free (laughs) that league was so dumb. You'd be on the free throw line and you're like sweating because you're like playing I got Ephron! I got Ephron, you take Ephron. (laughs) What?
4: Yeah, I remember they used to do the E-League back in Santa Monica crossroads. Yeah, show. yeah, it was at Crossroads, yeah. 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 So They got so
0: serious. Shout out to Shane. They used to bring the cameras out. When they're doing halftime interviews, I'm and, like, I got to go. And I'm i gonna told,
4: bust. I told Brockman this. Oh, this was man. the early 2000s, but yeah. you remember um, the TV show Blind Date? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Roger, Roger Lodge. Lodge man. Roger Lodge. Was you like, got jumper. You, Roger you Lodge was Roger one of the best Lodge, shooters I've ever seen. Roger Lodge and Steph Curry could go shot for shot. 100%. I'm just gonna say that. Roger I think Lodge if, from Day. If, if
0: Roger Lodge was a Curry in the Curry family, real talk, it would probably go in terms of shooting Steph, Roger, Seth, Dell.
1: <laughs> Yo, when I was I didn't move out here until 2009. So like in the early in the mid 2000s, living in me, I wanted nothing more than to play in this league. I was yeah. like, I will air this league apart yeah <laughs> now there were some ball. some, some cats could ball though bro e league all-star check the seats just want to put that
0: out there
4: <laughs> i remember they, they they went on a tour with like some wnba players and i just remember i got this story because i didn't go this was like 2003 or yeah. four that somebody was trying to hit on sue bird and all the guys were like man you ain't got a chance and he his reply was a chia pet grows in three days meaning i'm playing the seed, just let it oh, grow." <laughs>
0: So that's something in my small group of friends will be like a chia pet grows in three days. Easy fifth series regular from CSI Miami. Calm down. Right? That's, that's, That's what that league is. And Easy was, guy who got a CBS pilot.
4: Relax. Right, pilot. <laughs> or was it Lauren Jackson? It was either Sue Bird or Lauren Jackson. It was Lauren Jackson. We get it, Joel David I'm Moore. Sorry. Those avatar residuals are killer. Like, we it get was, it. it. It was Lauren Jackson, the 6'5 Australian. Uh, great. Oh, was she was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susie was hitting no, though, and It wasn't Sue Bird. I take uh, okay. it back. We and get it, Casper Van Dien. You were a big deal <laughs> in the
0: 90s. Like, we get it. <laughs>
1: I wanted to play in that league so. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> I know you did That's so, so badly. Oh, uh, so, hey, we got celebrity
0: birthdays coming up next. That's Time the show flies by. Ben Lyons in Four <laughs> Rich Eyes in day one, all week long. It's gonna be a party here on Peacock.
3: Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road.
0: Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Ben Lyons filling in for Rich as he eats all the pasta in Italy. Gesundheit over there. Bless
1: you. Thank you, guys.
0: Thanks for waiting just till the rejoin to sneeze. We had
1: a five-minute break, and right as we came back on the air, just let it rip. I mean, I turned my mic off. Nobody heard it. You didn't have to mention it. It's one of those things like literally no one would have known out there that that happened. Now they know. Except the three other people in this room. That's
0: that's how we do the show. We bring people in. Hey, uh, Kevin Hart, E League legend. Oh, yeah. Kevin Hart used to ball in the E League. Hey, Ben, look over your right shoulder right now. Way before he began. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, it's art. That's, that's That's Raiders' art, the board op. Art That's literally the board op of, uh, For the radio listening uh, Radio listening audience uh, Art who uh, does the board for the radio <laughs> Is just casually rolling calls see, our, Over our, my right shoulder so here on Peacock, ben, Peacock He's got a very He looks like the logo like so He's pe- got like a
4: lean in his. Oh he's got an orange shirt So people can watch way. us know that There's always people walking around always, there right. There's usually always. guys who would just post up behind Rich Because they can't see in the studio Because the blinds are down So you just got Art who Big just, Raider fan Guy loves the Raiders, (laughs) but you're right. He is kind of looking like the the WNBA though. Look at him; he's just posted up with his arm on the wall, chilling. Brockman look at your man. I know he's just hanging out. Like,
1: does this guy understand what's going on? Like, we're trying to do a program.
0: He's just Oh, call. that's so good. Should I call him? Wait, if I call
1: him, will he answer my phone? Like, do you What's want solid? to him you want at at just like peek behind the curtain and like, like knock and be like, dude, get out of the shop?
0: Hey, can you move? That's a good point. I'm making a radio oh, show that makes here. a good dude. point. Oh, my God. This is the best. We're going off the rails in on day one. Oh, I, I mean, mean, I feel like that's he finally totally left. The mood. There we go. All so your right. text work. He was like, there "Oh, sorry." Yes. <laughs> I was like, "Move, dog! This is my big opportunity." Um, the biggest names in track You're and field head to me. Oregon for the World Track and Field Championships Saturday, three Eastern and nine Eastern on NBC and Peacock. That's pretty fun love me some world track championships you ever been to a big like the melrose games in new york or anything like that no i haven't but i will
1: say in my previous life as a uh, high school newspaper reporter back in maine one of my favorite things to cover were the track and field state championships it was just so exciting the energy there's like five events going on at once you're trying to pay attention to the relay but the javelin and the high jump are going on it's like one of the coolest and most fun things to do is cover track and field.
0: So interesting to hear you say that. It made me think you get in this cycle in sports as a fan or even what we do covering sports, talking about them, where it's so much hype for what's going to come. Mm-hmm. The upcoming NFL season, we're so excited. Yeah. And most of the sports we like from a day to day, you get that hype going and then the game lasts a significant amount of time. Like, I don't think I've been so excited for a football game as I was on New Year's Eve this year for Michigan in the college football playoff, to then within 10 minutes of the, of the excitement it's be over. completely horrified and wanting it to end, and it couldn't. For They should have. If they had said at halftime, we're done, I wouldn't have held <laughs> it against them. It's okay. Uh, game six of the NBA Finals. It was just awful. So track awful. and field, you get this buildup, you get this buildup, and then it's like... 12 seconds and then it's
1: done.
0: <laughs> yep. So even if you get smoked, you don't have to sit in it for 40 <laughs> minutes of being. Hey, you're running the 200. That's
1: about 25 well, she's seconds.
0: She's 19 laps in front of her. You know, you don't have to sit and watch that unless you're like really into the steeplechase. Um, all right, let's get some celebrity birthdays going. Rod Strickland, <laughs> the point <laughs> god. Shouts out to Rod Strickland. Yo. Top 10 still in NBA assists. I know there was a He's long really... time he was on there. Yeah, I don't nice. know if the professor, Andre Miller, who did a great. Podcast recently with Quentin Richardson. If he passed him, but Rod Strickland, Kyrie Irving's godfather, and Rod Strickland now 13th. Joey Bosa, he's turning 27. I wonder what the Bosa brother's
1: birthday looks like. Say that three times. Yeah, uh, more D's. intense than a Gronk brother birthday. Like, who wins in a birthday off? I the think Gronks the Gronks are the Boses. The the, the the the
0: Gronks feels more fun and inclusive. Okay. The Boses feels like a private room that you're like not welcome into. And just I might to, not bu- be welcome in the Bosa. I feel really like good. the Boses is more eyes wide shut vibes than a Gronk party. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk parties like Project X. <laughs> Tom party like y'all. American Pie. Brock
1: party is Project X. Right,
0: Bosa party. <laughs> eyes wide shut. There's there's some masks. There's some there's masks. Delio delio. On. Fidelio. <laughs> Every time I see Joey Bosa on the football field, I'm just gonna scream. Padelio. <laughs> Padelio.
1: Like what? That is gonna carry this entire football oh season. My God. <laughs> by the way, inside joke between literally the three of us. You, is so good. Who
0: else who else uh, had a birthday today? Little Kim. I used to uh, live cool on uh,
1: live on the same uh, block
0: as her offices in New a York word? City. Yes. When the Bumba in my huh? deli once. Little Kim, man. Who else? Giorgio Armani, huh? Happy birthday Giorgio Armani. I mean,
1: has anyone changed the game more? When than I this guy? I
0: mean, when I think of yeah, passion for fashion, it's the uh, these three hunks in front of me right here. Yeah,
1: hey, I'm wearing <laughs> Lulu today. Uh, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in polo.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it is a cool cool fact. Uh, uh nine years ago, the movie Sharknado came out today. Look at that. I the first one? Yeah. Love Sanders. Love that man <laughs> so much. So happy that he got to get some Sharknado Wait, love. Only
1: nine years ago, or was it 2009 says 2013, Sharknado. The first
0: Sharknado was only nine years yeah, ago? it wasn't that you long ago. You think long it's enough. this storied franchise that generations have been enjoying? No, of-
1: but what I'm saying is, aren't they on, like, Sharknado 8 or oh, something? Oh, yeah, they mass-produced like One a right. year, they're just <laughs> pumping those <laughs> out? Pumping them yeah. out. They take a very um, DMX to his
0: music approach, <laughs> the way he had two number one albums in one year. Sharknado's like, let's just keep cranking these out, you know? But Sharknado is nowhere near as dope as any DMX
4: album.
1: By the way, Sharknado <laughs> slot Machine, is very underrated. <laughs> What's that, Chris? It's a Sharknado slot Machine.
0: <laughs> See,
1: I'm telling you, an addiction, day, Ben. Oh, and yeah, this day <laughs> in 1914,
0: Babe Ruth made his debut in baseball with the Boston Red Sox. Wow. You know? How'd that work out for Babe us? Babe Ruth. Um, you know, I, I love Babe Ruth. Didn't play against black people, so I don't think any of it really should count as much. not going to (laughs) lie. Wow. A hot take to end the show? That's a pretty aggressive (laughs) hot take to end the show. Well, I'll give you an
4: even more aggressive take than a lot of people believe that Babe Babe Ruth. Ben, a lot of people believe that Babe Ruth was African-American. Was African-American. I I, I don't know if there's any Also, I once got
1: into an argument on Twitter with Stan Van Gundy about this very fact. Do you think if Babe Ruth played today that he would suck because Stan Van Gundy does. Really? He does? He thinks Jacob DeGrom would make him look foolish. And I'm like, look, Babe Ruth, you know what his career average against Walter Johnson was? Like, (laughs) arguably the greatest pitcher of all time? No, we got to throw the numbers out. We got to throw the numbers out. The numbers don't count. Why? He played against only white guys. I'm talking about Babe Ruth, (laughs) greatest hitter of his time, Against Walter Johnson, the greatest pitcher of his time, With maybe hit like 400, both. Hit like four hundred. No, I think I
0: think from everything I've heard that that Ruth would be able to figure it out. Like he just seems he so swung a
1: fifty ounce larger, bat, like larger you know how than possible like, that is as a baseball player. Yeah, yeah, most think... bats today are thirty to thirty three ounces. He swung a fifty ounce bat. It was like insane. <laughs>
4: You know, somebody yeah. got on me about when I did my football goats about Washington and not having Sonny Jurgensen. And remember what I said? My response right. was he played half of his career before the NFL got integrated. So unfortunately, if you take offense, I'm sorry, but I'm not counting that. Can you can't take offense to that. But I'm saying not you. Yeah. But I'm like anyone out there.
1: No if you take one, I'm saying to probably, it, but, yeah, well, no, it's a fact. Yeah. You can't really take right, offense right, to a an fact. And by right. the way,
0: like the issue at debate is far more offensive from someone else's perspective. So like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, I'm not discounting Babe Ruth. Hey, Richie all. Sambora's birthday. <laughs> Richie
0: Sambora, mean anything to you? I feel like you're a John Bon guy, no? Of course. Uh, John yeah. Bon
1: Jovi, very close to the Hogan Patriots. Good friends with Bob Kraft. He once tried to buy the Buffalo Bills. Uh, what's your favorite uh, Bon Jovi I song? I mean, living on a pr- prayer, played in our prom limo,
0: I don't know, 19 times in a <laughs> row, probably?
4: I hung out with Richie Sambora <laughs> when the Super Bowl was in Dallas, the Packers-Steeler, at okay. Jerry Jones Pre-Super Bowl party. Got the kick out Richie Sambora. Dude That's amazing. Up. That's good. That's good. Was he wearing leather pants? He was not wearing leather really? pants. Really?
0: I would expect <laughs> Sambora. This was like 2009,
4: not, not, 80s. Five, Do bro.
0: Do you iron leather pants? Do you steam them? Do leather pants get They don't wrinkly? get wrinkled, bro. They're leather. Like They're not getting wrinkled. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: leather pants get wrinkled. Um, they get I don't know, warm, Should we call up like Shea Gildress Alexander and ask him? I mean, well, it's like, kind of like shoes, right? You get the little creases. You get a little, yeah. Right. So I would say probably at the knee, you're like a little crease out. With you,
4: I think I may have rock leather pants in like '85 once when I was in like elementary school as a breakdancer, but I don't. <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm gonna say, wait! You said 85. Now I'm picturing like eight-year-old TJ and like in Altoona, Pennsylvania, in leather pants breakdancing. Sh- I'm pretty sure, what yeah. Crazy person. I love it. Well, in the 80s, everybody I love was it. breaking. I we love had
4: it. leather so pants with zippers on them. It was fact We were going to Chess King, getting all our mur- gear. You know, what I mean, Chess King was the spot back then.
1: Oh man, that is amazing. We went this whole show it didn't talk about Zach Wilson once. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like. <laughs> <just, laughs> can't believe. Like, honestly, we have tw- we have happen. 20 seconds left. We'll, we'll get we'll to our AFC East preview tomorrow. That's what we it. want to
0: talk about. Which team can overtake uh, Josh Allen in the East, right? That's, that's what's on your that's mind? That's not
1: why I want to talk about
0: Zach Wilson. <laughs> hey,
4: remember on Friday when Craig and Smokey saw Miss Parker walking? Uh, that, that, that was Zach Wilson. Hey,
0: hey right? great to be My back mom. on the show. Ben Lyons. Hopefully we'll be back tomorrow for more Rich Eisen Show. Hope you will be too. <laughs>